I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 75 of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe. How are you? <laughs> Still funny <laughs> to me. I don't know why. I'm doing okay, man. How are you doing? I'm fine. I, I'm tired. I took the liberty of taking a little nap just now. I feel refreshed, but it's tired as well. It's, it's, a, it's a paradox. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, I'm pretty good. And there's quite a bit of new stuff to talk about that we for once uh once again we both saw right we've been uh yeah this is a stacked week i mean i don't know how, i don't know how many things you have but i have like uh, I, I think this might be my most stacked uh, episode yet oh really i i didn't think i should watch even more because we alone just watched two things together and then there's another thing that finished this week which i watched Right, and I thought I, I'd better save anything else for the coming weeks. Oh, same thing. I I I, I could have watched more even, but um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No, you'll know. You definitely know the four, we have three three things in common, and the, mm-hmm. the fourth thing um will make complete sense to you once I mention it. Interesting. Okay. Should we Should we dive right in? Since sure. This let's is such do a stacked it. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is my turn. <laughs> it is your turn to start. But uh, <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell everyone how this show works? Yeah, so welcome back to another regular episode. Here we talk about the best thing that we've seen all week. Anything from a show to a movie to even a YouTube video. And yeah, it's always something fairly new that we talk about, something that came out in the last six months or so. Usually uh, we have no idea what the other person's picks are going to be. Not this week. (laughs) I don't know what your pick is going to be. Fair enough, but I I I have a guest. I have a guess. You have a guest? A guest. You're my guest. Bring him on. (laughs) (laughs) I am still tired. Leave me alone. (laughs) So um, it's my turn to start. And I would love to start off with an honorable mention, though, like you said, I'm not 100% sure if this is not going to end up being your pick. Well, let me start with an honorable that definitely won't be your pick, if that's fine. Let's go. Yeah. So The Tomorrow War. Ah, yeah. Okay. Right? (laughs) uh, It took me a while, uh, but Mm -hmm. I finished it. And I'm I, I'm going to be completely real here. I mean, this took me multiple sittings. And what, uh, what does multiple sittings mean? Two, well, about three four? or four, three oh, or four. Okay, wow, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is because it is a long ass movie, uh, like mm-hmm. two twenty, as I've mentioned a couple of times. But it's interesting in the way that it it starts quite strong. The mid, the middle of it, the middle part of the thing was the tedious one. Okay. And the last thirty or forty minutes actually were quite enjoyable again. But um. Let's not spend too much time on this since we have so much to talk about. But the Tomorrow War, I mean, it's the Chris Pratt movie that's now on Amazon Prime. Uh, the, the biggest movie, I think, currently on Prime. Mm-hmm. I think according to, like, on IMDb, it's got like 90,000 reviews already or like ratings already. So this, mm-hmm. a lot of people are watching this. And I, I actually read that it, it was supposed to be come out. It was supposed to come out in cinemas, but obviously due to COVID, it uh, was sold to Amazon for $200 million. Wow. I don't understand how that works. How... How in the world would Amazon ever get that budget back? Like, how do they make their money? I mean, how many people are going to actively buy an Amazon subscription just for this movie? Do you know what I mean? I'm struggling to comprehend that. 
the more new things they can say they put out, the more relevant they seem, the more subscriptions they get. It's not that movie alone. It's a culmination of many no, sure. different things. But 200 million, if they spend that money for a couple of movies, let's say, mm-hmm. they're in the billions. So how are they ever going to get that back? But I mean, they're one of the most successful companies. I'm sure they have their ways, you know? <laughs> And maybe they also got distribution rights for like uh, coming, I don't know, video releases like on Blu-ray and DVD and I don't know what else. Yeah, so maybe. that's a fair shout. Yeah. That's a fair shout. But um, The Tomorrow War, it's about Chris Pratt having to save the world. And it really is that. I mean, you won't watch this, as you've said multiple times. And yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say you should watch this, but it's a nice Sunday watch. Like that, that type of movie where you just <laughs> literally like shut your brain off and just en- enjoy the chaos because the best thing that this movie's got going for it is actually the action and the alien design because it is about like uh, at some point um, people are um, from people from the future are coming back to the present and they're telling everyone that um, in a couple of years time an alien invasion is going to take place and it's basically going to, you know, uh, destroy the world and uh, you have mm-hmm. to come up with a solution now. So they uh, have this this technology where they get they they draft people every other I don't know what it is week month day I don't remember where they can actually send them to the future to gather intel because they've established some sort of time link between the present and the future. Okay. And uh, you mean who would have guessed it? But Chris Pratt's character gets drafted in this movie. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he would be the normal guy just in the background. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah. uh, I'm sorry <laughs> to spoil that for you. But he's actually the guy who has to lead. Uh, the sort of group that comes in, um, that has to go in. That's mm-hmm. what, and and it's he's got like a military background and of course, yeah. you know I enjoyed that because it was quite tense and as I said before, the alien design is actually really really cool and it, Honest- it, it is reminiscent of Alien the movie and every you could say that I mean obviously <laughs> every Alien movie has but if you watch the movie, it's definitely it's got its nods to Alien and the thing so um. It was good in that way, actually. What were you going to say? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would just want to say that that's probably the most interesting thing I heard about this movie because I do enjoy a good alien design, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think you would enjoy I, this movie. I, I won't uh, watch it just for that alone. No, no. But yeah. what is it reminiscent of? You just said alien because for me, there are just two types of aliens or I categorize them most of the time like that and either like intelligent aliens with guns like in, I don't know, Mars <laughs> Attacks or something like that or is it more... Yeah animalistic like you said in, in alien maybe or um in what's it called uh, uh lift all your repeat edge of tomorrow yes where they're intelligent kind of but they seem more like animals you know it's 100 percent the second bit they are okay. very animalistic okay and um especially towards the later scenes you you understand why i'm bringing up alien even more okay i don't want to give that away but um Hey, what about a Jack to J.K. Simmons? Does that entice you to watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> it, it does entice other things for me, but yeah, <laughs> you look up those scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, no, I mean it's directed by the guy who directed and get this, the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> so, dude, he's stepping up in the world. I was going to say it seems like a natural <laughs> progression, right? <laughs> Chris McKay. Um, okay, good for him. Did he and do this- anything else in between? Lego. He did the Lego Batman movie as a director, and um, let's have a quick look. He's going to do the second one next year, according to okay. IMDb. Good for him. And uh, Robot Chicken Star Wars 3. 
I, I have seen that actually. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I do like Ro- Robot Chicken at times. Yeah, he has directed 46 episodes of Robot Chicken. Oh, wow, okay. So, um, but that's about it. So this is really his, apart from Lego Batman movie, this is his like, biggest movie, I guess. Yeah, cool. And this must have like a huge budget, this movie. So, yeah, and that sounds like it. Yeah, you can see that though. It's, it's, it's got nice elements in it. It really does. It's got like the writing and the, first of all, the dialogue is, is m- mostly horrendous. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to, to see now whether it's Chris Pratt failing to deliver the dialogue well or if it's just terrible dialogue. <laughs> I think it's a mixture of both. I wasn't okay. a fan of Chris Pratt's performance in this movie at all. It seemed very, very dull and stiff. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, maybe it's just the, the, the material that he had. Uh, but you watch this movie for something else. And uh, as I said, I mean, towards the end, there were scenes in it that were very tedious, but there were also scenes in it that were actually rather fun and cool. And uh, a special shout out to one actor that um, I have to look up his name right now, but, but he's been in, in multiple things now. And he was actually, he was the, the comic relief, but most, okay. of the, uh, most of his scenes actually were funny. <laughs> so <laughs> that's nice to see. He's called Sam Richardson. Okay. And, um, Did he start in anything else? I'm sure, yes, but or is uh, he quite I, quite young still in this career. No, he's been like I'm scrolling through his IMDb right now. He oh, that, that's right. See, there it is. He is in Promising Young Woman as ah. Paul, <laughs> but he's been it. in so many uh, <laughs> so many uh, shows and also like okay. with the Millers and I'm sure you've seen his face before too. But he was actually rather funny in this film. Interesting. I mean, a friend of ours also talked about this movie when we watched something else together. And he said that towards the end, the movie gets quite silly. Does it ring true for you? I knew that too. He told me that before I finished it. And Mm -hmm. I don't quite get that. Uh, There were some humoristic elements towards the end, like some uh, one-liners, if you say so, Mm -hmm. that you could argue are out of place or didn't really deliver. But other than that, no, I wouldn't, I don't quite understand what he meant by that. Interesting, because he, the way he described it, it sounded like it went way over the top and right. very stupid and on purpose, more in a, like a parody, parody way even, you know? Yeah, I mean, there are certain elements of that, but really, I, it, if he hadn't told me this, I would have never like um, pitched it to you this way now. Interesting. It seems okay. coherent with the rest of it. I mean, it, it, it is like a... Because it starts with this infiltration where they like they have to gather intel. Then it's like a um, family drama in between, and then it it's really like this adventure horror alien film towards the end. So mm-hmm. it mixes quite a few genres. Maybe that's what he meant that it feels like rather diff- different genres within within one movie. But it didn't feel like it was like um, over the top or like silly towards the end. I mean, you know what I mean? Not 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 over the I top. I think so. Yeah. It's hard to imagine this movie for me. I just pictured like any other over-the-top action movie. The poster, I imagine it to be like a, a if the Expendables were in a <laughs> science fiction movie. Uh, it's not like that. Movie. Okay. No, no, no. It's definitely not. Okay, okay. But that's it. Um, let's let's talk about uh, some other things. I, if you're interested, it, it, like, I, it it seems um unnecessary to say that at the end of the pitch if it's of interest to you then go watch it obviously but um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend this uh, necessarily <laughs> it's okay it's okay you know yeah fair enough 
What do you got? So moving on. One, <laughs> Don't take my pick. <laughs> it's so hard because there are two things competing for my top spot for the best thing that I've seen all week. And I Ooh. couldn't decide which one to pick. I think I know which one, but I don't know what to name now as your honorable. And ju I'm just going to go out and say Wrath of Man. Is that going to be a pick? Yes. Okay, well then let's skip that. And I'm very surprised because I'll talk about another uh, honorable mention of mine this week, which I thought was going to be your pick this week. You had one job and you, you stole my pick. It's, uh, <laughs> it, the, the thunder is gone, you know what I mean? You stole my thunder. Uh, I'm so sorry. Um, I... I was so sure that your pick is going to be Loki. Which is not your pick. No, it's not mine either. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think was mine? I mean, um, no, I, It wasn't. I actually liked the ending. I thought it was better than expected. I thought it might have been the best uh, Marvel show yet just because of the ending, because it didn't absolutely fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was fine. And I thought you would like it too. I know you didn't love the other thing that we saw, and I thought Wrath of Man would be something that you were like, oh, okay, it's it's okay, it's fine. Uh, but if anything else came along, you would pick that. And I thought Loki was more up your alley, to be honest. Well, let's dive into this. And I want to let's, um, if it's okay with you, I want to do a spoiler special on Loki now. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> Not a separate episode, like right now. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> let's do a spoiler special next week. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think uh, we've talked about Loki before when the first episode dropped. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about it last week that we're both in need of catching up, which we did, yeah. apparently. But um, let's talk about spoilers now. And if you haven't seen Loki, please uh, check the description for time codes. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put it down there once the spoiler section is over. But I'm interested in this. I mean, I um, wasn't a huge fan of this show once I saw like episode three. Yeah, I, I like the first one. Might have been the weakest one. To be honest, I actually just got into it with episode four. I wasn't a huge fan of one either. It felt, I don't know, I didn't know what it was going to be. And it didn't, like, promise anything cool. Like, I wasn't looking forward to anything. It, uh, I didn't know what to expect. And then with episode two, where they start off at a med medieval time, uh, medieval fest, whatever, in the sure. 80s. I was like, ah, huh, that's funny. At first, you think it's the medieval times. And then it's just a festival. <laughs> Uh, but nothing really happens with that, and there—I don't know—it it, nothing really happens until the third or fourth episode, where you really meet the other variants, and the hunt really starts. You know, for me, or the right. whole uh, predicament, of course, also of what to do is freedom more important than maybe saving everything from chaos and stuff like that. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, I once again don't really know where to begin with this show. Uh, and talking about certain elements of it, because I can narrow it down why this isn't my pick in one or two sentences, but I kind of feel mm -hmm. like we need to talk about it a little bit more in depth. But basically what it, what it comes down to is I did not enjoy this because <laughs> I was so sick of this, like, trust me or don't trust me. And then like, you can trust me. And I'm like, no, you betray every single one of you, but we can make it together if you trust me. Of course, yeah, 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 I'll trust you. You get betrayed. Then next person, oh, we'll, we can do this together. Just trust me. Let me get in this room with him. All right, you can do it. Who betrays him? Of course, that person betrays him. It's the same shit every single episode. And that's what happens if you pitch Lokis, if you put Lokis up against each other, then you put like multiple Lokis against each other, obviously, who always, 
he's the god of mischief. What the fuck do you expect? But it wasn't fun anymore. I didn't trust any single person, any single person in this show. And it was like, of course, I w- whenever a betrayal happened, I was like, yeah, of course, there it is. There, there's the next one. It was so boring after a while. What do you fair have to enough. say? About that? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, like I, I wasn't like a huge fan of the show, but I liked the ending in the terms of, um, first of all, uh, some character development for Loki, I guess. And what I liked is the whole thing of the love interest of his. Which like I that. was was unsure of, but then I thought, okay, fair enough. Who is Loki going to love except for himself? <laughs> kind of makes sense. Kind of creepy, stupid. though. It, it's it's the the purest form of incest that I can think of. <laughs> just just the perfect amount for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I don't, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about if you stuck around for a spoiler section. But you know, he of course falls for his fe- a female variant of his that he meets, right, Sylvie. Sylvie, which I found unnecessary. I f- thought it would have been just funny to to call her Loki, right? And to not give her blonde hair. I feel like it would have made more made her look more Loki-ish. But whatever, uh, that's not too important, I guess. But I did like some of the choices, uh, especially with like the time keeper, the, the the one in the end. It it did seem like it was actually a big event and it seems like it was setting up like phase four or oh, whatever sure. of the Marvel Universe because you get so many time themes with, of course, the end of, what's it called, uh, Division and with uh, the new Doctor Strange coming out not too long from now. Right. But yeah, I thought it was cool to have something else coming, you know, and not necessarily one big villain, but the whole concept of, you know, kind of a apocalyptic event i thought it was cool i didn't love it i'm not saying this is the coolest thing that i've ever seen but I, at, at the end of season one i was like okay fair enough i could watch another season of this which you know is going to happen yeah did yeah. you how about in terms of ranking the three marvel shows i would put this probably on top because of the ending but if, if we just look at the whole shows uh, i would still pick one division above it but having a bad ending just leaves a sour taste in sure. my mouth about the whole show. Sure, sure. Yeah. But I see the whole time, and this happens to me about once a year, where I feel like I'm getting a certain episode or movie spoiled, when in the end it turns out that I actually didn't get spoiled. Uh, so <laughs> the day that the sixth episode dropped, I was mm-hmm. scrolling through Instagram, and someone posted something saying like, Doctor Strange question mark. Okay. That's all. Right. And I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the episode. And I was like, fuck. So Doctor <laughs> Strange is gonna show up, right? Mm-hmm. So he was the mastermind behind that whole thing. And it wasn't till the till the episode actually finished where I was like, well, he, where the fuck is Steven? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought still that the timekeeper or whatever, I forgot his name already. But uh, um, the, yeah, one the, the one who remains. Yeah, the one who remains. I thought that was just a variant of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Which still might be the case. I don't know. But then uh, another different Stephen, the same guy who uh, talked about who, who saw Tomorrow War, he sent me messages of telling me like, this is like the new main villain of Phase 4. And that's, mm-hmm. this is like one of the huge, big, big villains. And I was like, yeah, you could tell me everything. I have no idea about the, these kind of, <laughs> kind of, this could have been like a side character who's never to be seen again. Uh, but uh, apparently he's like the new Thanos. Mm-hmm. So... I don't, so the Doctor Strange thing that I saw must have been like, because you must, you must, I was going to ask you this, did you anticipate it being Doctor Strange too without having that spoiled for you? I was 100% sure that the time uh, 
keeper, uh, one who remains, is going to be a Loki variant. And it's the one Loki that kind of listens to reason or whatever. And this is his whole plan. I thought this, this okay. was going to be the twist. I was so sure of it. Okay. So no Doctor Strange then? No. no. Which makes sense, though, that it's Doctor Strange, right? He's got the time stone, all of these, like, uh, the whole, like, um, what was it called? Citadel at the end? Was that the I, word they I used? no idea. No this whole I, building yeah, that they were could at? Could be, yeah. That seemed very strangey. <laughs> also, like from the from <laughs> his adorable. right from his movie, like <laughs> the way that his uh, chambers and his uh, whole area where he trains and, and lives in looks. Sure, no, I even felt reminiscent say, of like, that. Yeah, yeah, like even the the outfit that he was wearing kind of reminded me of his robes. Now that you that you mention it, right? Yeah, I I didn't even think of this. I, I guess I should have. For a moment, I even thought like the clock is just a villain. It's just a <laughs> sentient program. The biggest jump scare in the whole show at the end. <laughs> I was lucky because I, I, it didn't startle me, but I was like, I saw it afterwards on social media that like that was the biggest jump scare. Do you remember that one in the last episode where she suddenly appears in the in yeah, the in the grand Citadel. hall? Yeah, whatever it was called. It yeah. Didn't uh, jump scare me. I, yeah. I didn't even see it as a jump scare to be honest. <laughs> well, it is kind of a, it is kind of one, right? It's out of kind it's of, out of yeah, nowhere. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's that annoying voice. No, no offense. I liked it. I really liked the you voice. Liked it? Yeah, it seems so familiar. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. I guess I, I'm just interested if the movies are gonna start with the whole concept, or if they're gonna bring out season two first. Oh, I don't think th- that's. I mean, well, I don't think they even they're even close to shooting season two, and I think mm. they've shot Doctor Strange already. Oh, did they? So I would expect season two to be out uh, in a while. Okay. Not anytime soon, but. What what the hell do I know? What did you think of all the variants? Like um, Richard E. Grant? <laughs> I know you like him, right? Yeah, but it that didn't do anything for me. I was like, ah, oh, I bet that's like your original costume. It's like a little nod to the fans. But I didn't feel like they were Lokis. Um, I thought it was quite unnecessary, especially like one of the big trailers and one of the screenshots that I saw was one of the Lokis in this get-up um, with his crown standing in front of a lot of people. You know, right, like right, right. he was the leader. He was like the big bad guy, everything. And he makes an appearance in the show for literally like a minute. And I was so disappointed. I, I thought this could be kind of a cool thing, kind of a war between Lokis maybe, yeah, like on a grand scale. And then it's kind of a side note and all the other Lokis are just there. And it's pretty much what you said before. It's like, oh, they show up, they betray each other, it's Loki, ha ha ha. And then they see that they're pure of heart or whatever. And so they help him out. Right. Because they're heroes after all. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I completely Ooh. agree. I was yeah. hoping for more of that Loki. Mm-hmm. Because that's a Loki that um, we know, right? This whole show is sort of telling the side of it, the story of a different Loki, of like, as you said before, like a change of character maybe, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I was still uh, longing for the old one in a way. And it was, uh, it was a shame that he was only in for like that short amount of time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I did like Owen Wilson though. Uh, perfect segue i was just about to say that yeah (laughs) do you hope that he makes a return because i really do that he comes i know not even as i'm sure he's gonna appear in season two but also in maybe one or two of the movies because i think he's a sweet character and it's kind of cool to have one of a more normal and down-to-earth character from time to time who is not i don't know fucking destroying buildings but he's just right there for being a cute guy in some comic (laughs) relief (laughs) i think he's perfectly cast yeah. And I've said that even when I saw the trailer. I was like, I'm super excited for this guy. But his arc, I was not a fan of. 
what are we talking about now? So you, you, like Loki has to tell you, um, spoiler alert, we're in the spoiler section, that the whole TVA is like um, made of variants or whatever, right? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They weren't born into it. They were just like... Abducted. Abducted, right? Is it made of variants? Am I speaking... Is this, was it, is this right? Am I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was, right? I never trust my brain anymore. I think that's <laughs> what it was. But um, And then at the end, it's like Loki's telling him like, no, that's, that's what it is. And Owen Wilson's got like, yeah, 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 good try, good try, yeah. Just Loki being Loki again, telling me absolute bullshit. And I think like 30, sec- uh, 30 minutes later, he's like convinced, all right, we'll do this. When nothing happened, he just thought about it for like 10 minutes and he was like, okay, here we go. They hug at the end because they're best friends. I was not buying this. I was not buying this. What are we, this is like, it's such a short series in itself with only six episodes, but the jumps in from like episode five to six, are like, take your time. Don't give me that. Don't yeah, have him trust everything all of a sudden. He's Loki. It's very Marvel. You know, it's a two-hour movie or whatever, and at the end, everybody kind of changes their mind and becomes a <laughs> adorable person who helps out of the goodness of their heart, you know? I it, guess. It, it's just the whole concept of the thing, you know? I, I feel like. Then again, I'm not the hugest Marvel fan. Maybe I'm a bit tough on it. Um, I seem to be tougher on it than you in this case. Maybe, yeah. I Like I said, I didn't necessarily love it. I think it just... right. Made for an interesting ending in terms of setting up more story and, you know, not just ending very blandly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, my bar is sunk, so. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it is probably the most um, coherent show of the three. Mm-hmm. And I like the ending, too. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think it's interesting. And obviously, it's not a surprise where the end or what the ending uh, suggests. Mm-hmm. and what's going to come in the future movies but it wasn't supposed to be a big surprise i guess it's just like they needed something to bridge the gap between the two things between right. the uh, single verse and the multiverses i guess but so, was, yeah yeah i'm just excited when we get back to the gold old uh classic characters such as spider-man <laughs> just black widow <laughs> yeah but she is very much a side character but oh that's you know, controversial that Black Widow is a side character. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> fair. She she she's a great side character. To be fair, but she's never been like the the center of the story until now. Right, and we'll get to that in a second. I just want to because uh, I feel like I, I, I always want to want to mention every single actor in this in these movies and shows, uh, and I failed to do that in, on the Tomorrow War too because mm-hmm. there's a couple of actors that I missed there, <laughs> so I apologize <laughs> for that. But. It was nice to see, uh, I'm going to butcher her name, but um, uh, Gugu Mbatha Raw, I think her name is, mm-hmm. who is uh, Rav- Ravona, the, you know, the one, right? The judge, the or judge. whatever her role is. Yep. I'm a big fan of hers ever since I saw the movie Miss Sloan with Jessica Chastain, and she's great in that movie, so I was happy to see her in this. And obviously, Sylvie, which we mentioned, Sofia Di Martino, I mm-hmm. think she's going to be a big part in the MCU going forward. Seems like it. Uh, I googled her. Uh, didn't really know anything that she was in. Badlands, I saw, which looked kind of interesting, though not really. I guess Badlands. I think it's called Badlands, right? AMC show. It's got a very tacky-looking poster. She was in uh, yesterday, wasn't she? Yes, I see her as well. Who was she in yesterday, though? What, what's Badlands, though? I don't know. I don't remember in- her. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Into the Badlands. Yeah, that I wasn't yeah. hung up on that. I still don't know what. Oh, uh, there it is. Yeah, I see it now. Is that Nick Frost? Yeah, 
Nick Frost is in this as well. Yeah, I have not heard of this. It looks weird. Yeah. But I think we're going to see a lot of hers. But let's um, let's move on to uh, your pick, oh, right? Or do, do we have anything else? I think we... Uh, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. We can move on. Uh, to your to, pick of the week. So we're done with the spoiler section. Welcome back for anybody uh, who clicked ahead. And yeah, <laughs> let's get into my pick of the week, which is Black Widow. The best thing that I've seen all week. Controversial, because I know you didn't like it a, mo- a lot. <laughs> That's absolutely not true. I told yeah. you afterwards, I thought, both movies that we saw were okay. Yeah, well, okay. Right, that's not bad. <laughs> and um, upon like like a couple of days have passed, and I've got different feelings on both of them now. Not not like completely different ones, but you know, you got to let it sink a little bit. I sure. I I like I <laughs> I enjoyed myself in the movie. You know, I, I had a good time watching it. That's sure. about yeah. uh, as fair a description I can give it. But you go ahead. I I didn't expect anything more, to be honest. Uh, I I didn't love it either, to be honest. But I enjoyed it, Uh, especially a lot of scenes and a lot of characters. Because Black Widow, of course, (laughs) uh, centers around Black Widow, the character played by Scarlett Johansson, and takes place between, I think, Civil War and Infinity War. Is that correct? I think it takes place after Civil War, right? Because she's still in the run. Yes, after Civil War and um, before Infinity War. Yeah. Right, yeah. And... Yeah, centers around her for once. And it also, of course, centers around her sister, portrayed by Florence Pugh. And I think she was the absolute highlight of this movie. I am in love with this uh, woman, not just because of her uh, stunningly good looks, <laughs> but because of her fucking question acting powerhouse. I Pretty much everything that I've seen with her was really fucking cool and even if i didn't <laughs> love this movie i loved her performance to be honest yeah you're not a, you're not alone in this but i think it's kind of sad that everyone's raving about florence Pugh when it's finally scarlet's movie <laughs> yeah but this the sad no thing one's is fault. no one's it's, fault it's the same character that we saw before in the mcu and it's interesting and it's cool to see a backstory how she kind of grew up how she became part of this black widow uh, program i guess and how she got away from it uh, a bit but yeah, it was just the same character. But the person who got more of the tragic past was Florence Pugh, and she had way more of the comedic lines. And I don't know, it just seemed more like her original story than it seemed Scarlett Johansson's. And spoiler alert: Florence Pugh is now going to be well, just for the sentence. Florence Pugh is going to be in upcoming uh, Marvel projects, <laughs> and. To be honest, that's the fucking best news that I've heard in a long time concerning Marvel. Because <laughs> I, I'm getting a bit tired of Marvel uh, now that... You said this for years, by the way. I know. But you know, since... Uh, what's it called? Um, end, Endgame. Endgame, thank you. It has wrapped up. I, I was kind of done with it, you know? Uh, it was a great ending. I loved it. But there are a lot of movies out there. And I don't know if I want to keep watching them if you know the stakes aren't as high, you know? Um, sure. Because... He was a great villain, and that made the story interesting. But to see to have Florence Pugh in there maybe uh, a couple of times, I think she could pep it up because it, it's cool. They're, they're trying out new characters, throwing them in there, like, uh, and also of course like making uh, Falcon into the new. I think we can say this now into the new Captain America, and you know, introducing new characters and such. And I think she's a great fucking addition. Uh, yeah. I, I love your love for Florence Pugh. <laughs> Would you, before we uh, talk about this a little bit more in depth, do you want to like give your, because you're good at those, a quick summary of what this movie's about and then let's roll a little clip of it? 
Yeah, sounds great. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's bit of the origin story of Black Widow's character, like starting off showing her childhood and then, of course, being on the run after Civil War and running into her sister, Florence Pugh, who has finally escaped the Black Widow program and she claims that they're now being controlled, mind controlled through chemicals and uh, things like that. And they t- work together to try and finally put a stop to it. And by doing so, they have to reconnect with some of the their old uh, quote-unquote family, their cover family that they had when they were kind of Russian spies, I guess, played by David Harbour and Rachel Weisz, two also great characters in this uh, movie, in my opinion. And yeah, it's their job to take down the villain. What else? And yeah, so here's a little <laughs> clip of Black Widow. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're gonna wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies. His call signs Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated, fully conscious, but no choices. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Enough. Yeah, that was Black Widow. Um, Yeah, like I said, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz play a big role in this as the parents. And yeah, I think David Harrow was a very fun. It was good comedic relief. Yeah, for this show. Uh, sorry, show yeah, movie. Yeah. It's, it's easy to get confused. <laughs> As what's his name? The Red, the Red uh, Guardian. Guardian, right, right, right. I mean, what was your take on like the whole comedic aspect of this movie? Because I think the story was overly dramatic, to be honest, for a Marvel movie, but did pull off a lot of good jokes. I don't think it was overly dramatic and it didn't strike me as a movie that overdid it on the jokes because mm-hmm. um, that has bothered me with like Thor Ragnarok and even Black Panther at times there were some very unnecessary jokes in it. To be honest, I don't remember a lot about Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it's a decent film but uh, some of the moments felt really out of place and I've never, I never had that within, or with Black Widow which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't share um, your love of Florence Pugh, but I do feel that she's a. Gr- I do think she's a great actress, and I feel like she because she was also sort of the comic relief at times, and I felt like she did that very very well. It felt yeah. very organic. I um, think she had a yeah great delivery of yeah making fun of the whole uh, you know some of the Marvel uh, tropes. Right, right, the superhero poses and shit. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and she did it with a, kind of a straight face, but I think it worked. And yeah, I even liked her accent in a way, which I thought was quite unnecessary because she's got this Russian accent. Yeah. Because she's supposed to be Russian, which made no sense to me. Because in the very beginning, you see her as a kid speaking fluent English. <laughs> is it so, without an accent, though, in the beginning? It is, because they're like posing as a family in, I think, Ohio. Uh, and I am pretty sure it was fluent English, very Doesn't American English. David Harbour already have a Russian accent there too? I think he's a very American accent as well. I couldn't be. I, I can't I mean, be sure. I can't be I think sure. It, 
turns into more uh, more of a Russian accent <laughs> when they meet other Russian people, which I right. was like in my head, maybe they're speaking Russian, but they're just doing a Russian accent so we as the viewer can see it and so they don't have to butcher the language. Right. Yeah, I thought it was quite unnecessary. I, I've mentioned this many times before. I very much prefer the Death of Stalin rod, which is, uh, well, first <laughs> yeah, of all, yeah, for yeah. Stalin to die, but also for people not to do accents if everybody speaks that language and if they're shown to have spoken fluent English. But I guess it's also part of the comedic effect, especially for David Harbour's character, who plays a very over-the-top guy who is very upset that he was not the next Captain America, like the Russian version of it. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. Yeah. What we've also failed to mention with Loki is that it's directed by Kate Heron, who did a couple of episodes of Sex Education. Uh, oh, did she? Didn't yeah. Know that. Four episodes of the first season Sex Ed and um, Black Widow is now directed by Kate Shortland. So I love that they always br- that they don't stick with the Marvel directors that they've already worked with. I'm talking about Kevin Feige, like and the whole MCU. They keep bringing in new and exciting directors. And Kate Shortland, she di- directed a movie called uh, Berlin Syndrome. That's the only movie of hers I've seen. Which so, you don't like Berlin or Syndrome? Am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of oh, <laughs> you thinking of fucking Berlin? <laughs> I actually was, yeah. That's one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. But Berlin Syndrome is actually a, is a good movie. I enjoyed, okay. uh, enjoyed it. It's a very, very dark film. I mean, isn't uh, Chloe Zhao doing Eternals? Yes. Yeah, she is. And it's pretty, it's kind of a big deal, right? Especially yeah. now. For sure, yeah. It was even before she won the Academy Award that she, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. Very exciting filmmakers there. But um, I'm sorry, I just wanted to bring that in because no, you no. forgot to mention that with, with Loki too. But... Black Widow, it's interesting. I, I want to ask you where it ranks in your MCU list. Obviously, I don't want to... It's too big. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. couldn't tell you. No, no, no. But um, like top 10, is that a shout or no? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I got to revisit the list. But of course, I think pretty much all of the Avengers are above it. Right. And also like Civil War. I mean, there are quite a few good ones that I actually really like. I, I do shit on Marvel quite a bit. And say that I'm over it, but then again, uh, again, there are so many movies that I still enjoy, you know. Yeah. But in terms of Marvel villains, I think this movie <laughs> ranks very low. You're reading my mind. I keep perfect <laughs> second time. I just wanted to bring up Ray Winston. I enjoyed him as a villain. I I'm not even talking about just him. I mean also like the robotic person that is chasing oh, them. Taskmaster. Is it is it really called Taskmaster? It's what Stephen told me. I believe him. Yeah, he said that I thought he was making a mistake or I, I, I just listened with one ear. I thought for a second he was talking about the show Taskmaster. Yeah. It, don't quote me on this. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I, that's what he said. Greg Davis, the Taskmaster. Is. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great <laughs> villain. I think he would be great in there, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a, a character with uh, without a lot of personality. It ca- kind of comes across towards the end of oh, the movie. Sure. I felt like a complete waste, that character. I'm sorry. Yeah, it... it, it that character just shows up for a couple of minutes and then beats people up and they're like, oh, that person can learn everybody's moves and mirrors them. That's why he's unbeatable. Right. Shows up twice. Didn't even look like that he, uh, he, he was uh, mirroring the moves, to be honest. And right. then it was one more fight and then it was over. And right. I didn't feel any sense of urgency with that character. There were too few fights and too little character development for that and then towards the event, uh, towards the end of the movie you, of course you get to reveal who he is and w- kind of why he's doing all of this stuff but that 
character didn't feel alive. It seemed more like a robot than a character, and it just didn't need it to be there, to be honest. Yeah, but I'm also, uh, I'm sure we haven't seen, like, I'm sure that character will, will return. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be, like, I could imagine, like, at the end of Phase 4 or whatever. <laughs> the end of Phase 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a long while since then, but yeah, until uh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's uh, a bit of a weird character to throw in, especially if it's supposed to be one of the also like one of the great henchmen or great side villains in the MCU or in Marvel comics or whatever. I don't know not anything about these kinds of things, but it felt like a bit of a waste. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of great henchmen characters, whatever, because I feel like I've heard quite a bit. Oh, this character is it's a big character in the Marvel movies and uh, sorry, comics and. I think there's so many out there. I think they can throw them out one per movie and still have enough. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to wrap this up. I want to, I want to talk about Scarlett Johansson, which we should. And yeah. <laughs> I think she is, for me, she is still the star of the film because I don't um, revere Florence Pugh as much as you do, maybe. But I still maybe. think that I'm so happy that she got this movie and she uh, she's just great in it. And I would be sad not to see her ever again in the MCU and I think that's a very open thing spoiler alert she won't die at the end of this movie because <laughs> it's a prequel you know what's going to happen to her but um, you know it's it, if this is really the end um, I feel like it's um, it's bittersweet it's bittersweet it is it would be an interesting and a good and a somewhat satisfying ending but um, I feel like she's really nailed the character after all these 10, 10 years or however long she's been playing that character and I think she's she's great yeah, I think it's it's nice to find an ending for that character and to kind of show some backstory because she was quite mysterious for a long time in the MCU. But uh, to be honest, I'm still happy that she is no longer in it because even though she, she was good in it, I think she's such an amazing actress. There are just other things that I love to Fair see enough. from her. Yeah, And things that she has done since are fucking amazing and I'm looking forward to even more because we've done a top 10 list of her movies and she's done some amazing things. For sure. So uh, I'm not too sad about it. I think she would have been good in it, but I think it's not completely necessary, you know, because the whole team is kind of revamping and no, for uh, sure. redefining itself. So for sure, and I'm sad about that too, in a in a, in a bittersweet way again, because uh, I've I've grown to love all these characters. But it's it's good that they go out on a high, I suppose, right? They yeah, don't drag enough. it out for yeah. too long. And last thing, uh, the post-credit scene, I I enjoyed that. I like where I like who shows up. I like where it's going, and I like um, sort of what's that, <laughs> what is seen on the tablet. If I'm, I'm trying to stay vague, I, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, it could be interesting. I think it could be interesting, but I have a feeling I know exactly how it's going to end. Okay, but well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But interesting enough, it was supposed to come out, of course, before uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Yeah which has a bit of a tie-in with that show, if you know what to look for. Yeah, they must have changed that. Um, yeah, because I think that certain person would would have been their first uh, appearance if it hadn't been yeah, yeah, I for think, another show. I, I, don't, I think they added that post credit scene way... Like, they, I, th- I don't think that would have been part of the original release. You think so? Black Widow. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think maybe, so. maybe. Right. Uh, we're going long. Yeah. Let's talk about my pick of the week, the best thing I've seen this week. And this is, um, I mean, it's not really a surprise because none of the three <laughs> things that I saw this week other than that blew me away. I enjoyed all three of them in some degree. 
but the more I think about uh, Wrath of Man, the more I really like that movie. This was a sneak film that we saw together uh, this week. Mm-hmm. I don't even know when that's out. Is that out this week? I hope it is. I, no, no, I think it comes out in one or two weeks. Didn't we okay. s- uh, see it to come out? Like, I don't want to say anything wrong. Uh, July 29th, 28th? Yeah, that could be right. Towards the end of the month. Anyway. But that, that, yeah. that's not as far away as some of the other sneak movies, so I'm, I'm happy to talk about it yeah. now. <laughs> and, and since you've seen it too, we can have a little uh, discussion about it. So <laughs> Wrath of Man, it's the new Guy Ritchie film starring Jason Statham. And I don't think you need to know much more than that because you kind of know what to expect from that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these guys have worked together multiple times. And um, whenever I see Guy Ritchie's interviews, I just don't find him uh, sympathetic at all. But I, I have to I have to praise him this week. I, I really like that movie, man. We talked about um, The Gentleman in one of our mm-hmm. early episodes where we talked about Richie's return to sort of the genre that he's most known for. And uh, he follows that movie up with another one. I mean, Wrath of Man uh, fits right into that kind of category. It's not really about gangsters, but it is that, that crime. Um, I mean, he, I guess he always does crime movies in a way. Yeah. But this time it was more serious than the others, I feel like, because like Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and of course also Gentleman was in a way, way funnier, uh, way more ridiculous and yeah. uh, way more comedic uh, relief than this movie had. Yeah, that's a very good uh, observation. Yeah, I agree. And um, the trailer for this film is horrendous. <laughs> is it? But only because it <laughs> shows... It. No, no, no. Only because it shows <laughs> way too much. I hadn't okay. seen it before, which I was happy about. I saw it now, and it gives away way too much. But I'm going to play a little clip of it now, and I'm not going to, you know, I'll just play the first, I don't know, however, however long, however, however many seconds, and I won't include the parts that you don't need to listen to. So this is the great things we offer for you. Please don't watch the trailer, <laughs> but um, to give you a little um, uh, feel for this movie, we will show you the first, or we'll, we will play the first like 60 seconds of it because those don't give away anything. So, Wrath of Man, Jason Statham, he starts working at a cash truck uh, company. And you really don't know anything about Jason, Statham, Jason Statham's character in this. You see like a, um, a what would you call that in the, the first scene where they, they take over a cash truck? It's sort of robbed. Of a, kind of a heist scene. Yeah, kind of a heist scene, but you don't know any of the characters. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, once that scene is over, you get to meet Jason Statham, who applies at a cash truck firm. And he's got all this training, and he's, he basically is very average, and he only passes uh, with like 70%, which is just enough to, to get the job. And uh, a nice face in there was Colt Mc... Uh, I always forget. Holt McCallany. McCallany. Yeah. Holt McCallany, the mind hunter himself, <laughs> as sort of his um, boss, in a way, or like his... Um, the guy who's been there longest and sort of the guy who shows him the ropes. Mm-hmm. And they start working together and gradually you get to know Jason Statham's backstory. And uh, I think they've done that in a very, very interesting way because I tried not to sort of guess what was going to happen. I tried to mm-hmm. stay dumb and just get like have the information thrown at me. And I was hooked, man. I, I enjoyed this tremendously, immensely, I should say. because. Um, <laughs> It makes complete sense, and even the, the even small scenes in the beginning make a lot of sense with the knowledge that you gain halfway through the film. So, without giving away anything, we're going to play a little clip of the trailer, 
uh, the one like a clip that won't give away um, too much. So here's a little clip for Wrath of Man. We have a new addition. May I introduce H? Cash trucks can be dangerous. You got your fucking friend. They're serious. Leave this to me. Throw the money in the flatbed. Just do what he says. You work for? Suck my fucking dick. What did you say? I said. We need a different approach, boss. It's not any of the usual suspects. What do you want me to do? I can do it in two weeks. We only wish you could do it in twenty years. Right. So, <laughs> um, would you agree that um, I, I you did not like this movie, right? I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it just because it, it is that kind of action movie that I've talked about before. It's not for me. It's one guy being ultra fucking cool, shooting a lot of guns, which is interesting for a while, but gets old quick. Uh, right. And I always say this, I fucking love Mad Max Fury Road, and it's two hours <laughs> of people shooting guns and driving cars. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think what was interesting about this movie was kind of the, the, how the story was told in kind of a non and kind of a non-linear way you know and kind of revealing things uh gradually right. to kind of give you more context but i what kind of drove over the edge for me as not a good movie was the ending and the reveal of one of the characters right and i, I thought that came out of nowhere and oh really so unnecessary yeah i didn't think it came out of nowhere because i i was expecting that to happen and mm-hmm. i didn't really care about it um, I was hoping for kind of a bigger reveal. Right. But then again, trying to stay vague here, but <laughs> there can only be so many options, right? It had to yeah, have sure. been <laughs> one of uh, a few things, right? You know, can you follow I what I'm saying? I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I don't know. It was just such a complete change of character all of a sudden. Right. Right. But... I kind of liked it that it wasn't a reveal in the sense of now I'm completely a different guy and a per se bad guy because um, we're, we're treading and uh, like this is going to be <laughs> but oh no I don't, I don't know how to say it's this okay, without giving okay, anything man. away I didn't think it was like a complete turn in that way because the relationship that was developed throughout the movie did it was real in a way they did, mm-hmm. they did grow to like each other, and that didn't change towards the end. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Um. <laughs> right, there were some warnings and uh, some uh, heads up, and uh, you know, this is going to happen, so don't freak and and shit. Bum bum. Didn't have to say that, you know. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it stars also uh, Josh Hartnett, who hasn't been in movies recently. I was so happy to see him in something again. I like him. Yeah, he, yeah, I like him too. He seems like a a cool actor. Right. Yeah. But one of my favorite shots in the whole film, and that's in the trailer too, the first time you get to see sort of the, I would argue the main villain of the film, even mm-hmm. though he is not like the mind, the, the mastermind behind the whole thing, but there is one character that is really like the biggest asshole of them all. <laughs> and there's a shot of him like where you just see his eyes. 
Right. And I had forgotten by that point that that actor was going to be in it mm-hmm. because it's obviously in the credits in the beginning. I love that. I love that. It was so menacing too. I was, I, I hated that guy uh, instantly. So I was, <laughs> uh, you know, I felt for, for Statham. Yeah, fair enough. But I thought Jason Statham wasn't uh, a very, not like a relatable guy, but a guy that I was rooting <laughs> for necessarily because one of the very early scenes, because, you know, Jason Statham, like you said, he doesn't come across the most capable guy in the beginning, kind of. But you feel like he is Jason Statham. Like he is in most of his movies, meaning he's a fucking badass who shoots guns and stuff like that. Right. And you see that in one of the scenes where he kind of finally shows himself like for what he is, which is a fucking killing machine, apparently. Yeah. And kills a lot of guys. One of them very def- who's very defenseless, actually. And he's kind of portrayed as fucking badass, so he's killing all the bad guys. And uh, I call me a fucking tree hugger, but <laughs> I thought that was kind of kind of the wrong message, you know. <laughs> Showing him how cool he is. It seems so American, like uh, I mean, Guy Ritchie is American, <laughs> but say, still, yeah. um, like oh yeah, he he people are trying to steal money, so fuck them. They shot first, so let's fucking execute all of them. Like right. there's, there's there's no fucking death penalty for that. And he's no, just, but you enjoyed nobody. That's just kind of, right. Yeah, but that's so fucking stupid that I kind of get on board with it because that's what is stupid uh, now. Nobody is isn't taking itself as serious as I I I, I disagree. And How he doesn't execute that? anybody there, does he? Okay, fair enough. He's like Batman in a way; doesn't kill people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think this is where we differ. I dude, my blood was pumping in those action scenes and the first time Statham goes mental and just kills mm-hmm. everyone and the way it was shot like this precision type of shooting where it's just like one shot bang killing Post Malone by the way spoiler alert <laughs> which isn't but I don't know why Post Malone is in all of these action movies now and nothing against him sure he was yeah. also in Spencer Confidential whatever. Yeah. does he? I mean sure I'm, I'm sure the fans appreciate it sure but um, what, what it boils down to for me is Wrath of Man is one of these like old school gun action movies were just like fucking mayhem and I was totally on board with it. I remember <laughs> distinctly there's a moment towards the end where, spoiler, there's a shootout. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I was in it because I, I, I remember, you know, I um, contradict myself too at times. I was like, I'm sure in different movies like John Wick, I was like, I was complaining about the fact that it was just com- constant gunfire. But the way this was shot I was just completely in it. And I was like, all right, give me more, give me more. And it, it, it's, it's a weird, I can't quite put it down to what it is or why that is. But uh, it just, the, the stakes felt high in this. And I liked the way the action was shot. And I liked also, I got to say, I liked sort of the, I liked the ending. They could have done a bit more, especially with that phone at the end, which mm-hmm. I liked that uh, they used it in that way. But then again, it felt like, quite unnecessary too i mean i know why they did it but they could have done maybe a bit more with that and uh yeah i don't know man i have this did it for me for whatever reason because i'm not even the biggest statham fan or guy Ritchie fan but uh, the whole mystery element element of it and um sort of certainly actors that i've uh, that i enjoy with josh hartnett and and sure. also um Eddie Marzan and uh, obviously Holt McCallany and uh, who else is in this? Oh, Jeffrey Donovan. Dude, I love Jeffrey Donovan. He's always, he? he will always be the guy in Hitch 
for me. He's an Hitch the Date doctor. One of the he's a complete asshole who um, wants to hook up with Ava Mendes's best friend. <laughs> okay. He's uh, also one of the bad. He's the main bad guy or the the Jackson. Does he play Jackson? The, 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 is he, is his name Jackson? It is. Jackson, it is Jackson. Jeffrey Donner. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, and Andy Garcia too, obviously. Yeah, in a very a small very role. small role what? ever since Passengers, he just shows up. I don't know what's uh, going on. Yeah, I feel like he he doesn't act. He just does fucking cameos now <laughs> and <laughs> rakes I mean, in millions. I was going to say, he's going to, yeah, cash in for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to, I think I've said enough. This won't be for every, for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. but um, this is the movie that I enjoyed, or the, the thing that I enjoyed the most uh, in this week. And that's I can say that with certainty now that I thought about it a couple of times. I've actually gone back to watch certain scenes on YouTube, and uh, I don't know what it is, but this one did it for me. So uh, that's my pick of the week. Sure, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it, it could be more of your movie than it is mine. I was just surprised that you preferred it over like i said loki because i thought you were look, really looking forward to this and yeah i was looking forward to it but loki for the reasons that i stated didn't really do it for me yeah, but fair enough once again or then again neither of the four films or four things we talked about today i thought were bad mm-hmm. i enjoyed them all but uh wrath of man sort of uh i enjoyed the most fair enough <laughs> yeah and it. with that we have we've got a pretty fucking stacked episode yes one hundred percent. I don't think we have time for another uh, last man standing. Although we yeah. kind of need to do one soon to kind of uh, erase the memory of the abysmal performance of ours. <laughs> I, uh, I disagree with uh, certain comments and what you just said. I completely agree <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum. That was horrendous. Mm-hmm. But Michael Sarah, we we didn't embarrass ourselves. Was okay. Was we okay, did not yeah. embarrass ourselves. He was just wasn't the best last man standing uh, <laughs> person to do it on because, like I said, like doing uh, I don't know Tom Cruise, Spielberg, or I don't know Will Smith just gives you more options and maybe makes it a bit more interesting also to listen to maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I've read that comment just before we started recording. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. <laughs> It's difficult under the lights, but I, you could ask me now about Jeff Goldblum movies and I couldn't tell you any more than I did yeah. last week. So, Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to do it, that's, that's fine. I, I understand we, we're, we've been going long. But um, yeah, obviously next week is a special episode. Mm-hmm. I have actually watched one thing. For one that special episode? That. Yeah. yeah, I still need to get around to doing that because it's, uh, I, I've tried, I tried to um, prepare for it and I've sort of looked into it, what I need to watch and rewatch and it's going to be a very, very, very difficult list to put together. Yeah, very I difficult. think I, I am pretty close to one. And I watched one thing and I really enjoyed it. And then I saw uh, that person did another movie with that same director. And I was like, okay, let's check this out as well. And uh, I'm getting into it. Was this a recent film? Uh, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> this won't be a spoiler. You can tell me if it's a li- within the last like two or three years. I. I'm not even saying this to not make a spoiler. I, I'm just not completely sure. Not I sure. think right. it was 2018, 2019. Gotcha. Not 100% sure. Gotcha, gotcha. I think I know what you're talking about. Because I know directors that she had. Oh, she. Oh. Ooh. I mean, yeah, we've got a pattern. I think you <laughs> you could have figured well, out. It could have been a genre she. or whatever, you know? Fair. Uh, well, I said that person. You did. You did. But I think anyway. I, I know. I know of certain directors she's worked with a couple of times. So. I think I know what you're talking about, but we'll talk about this a little bit, or obviously a lot, a lot, um, a lot more in depth next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Looking um, forward to it. yeah. Until then, have a good week, everyone. Um, let us know what you thought of all this Marvel goodness that we get to enjoy these days. What's the <laughs> next Marvel thing? 
Do you know? Hawkeye is coming out. Hawkeye is the next this one? This year? But I don't think it's the next one. I think Eternals or Zhang, uh, some <laughs> fucking, uh, something Rings is coming out. <laughs> I forgot their name. Don't, don't uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shame me. I'm going to look uh, up what the next one's going to be while you do your uh, signing off. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much for listening in once again. It's been a blast. Check us out on any podcast platforms, be it Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Consider dropping a like. Consider checking us out at Best Thing Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Flo is going to design once again one wonderful thumbnail for this episode which which you can check out on twitter instagram and of course on youtube uh (laughs) yeah like i said consider dropping a like subscribing dropping a comment what you think of all this like you said marvel goodness uh maybe a guess uh on who you think we might be doing the next special on i'm excited what people can come up with and yeah uh consider i don't know consider having a great day i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but consider it (laughs) Don't do it. Just no, consider. No, just consider. consider. Uh, yeah, I cooked something good. I made some amazing burritos before I took my nap. It's been a pretty good day so far. Uh, so, uh, yeah, have a great Perfect. day. Uh, yeah. Don't, um, don't say bye just yet. Yeah. You were absolutely right. Black Widow, July 9th. And the mm-hmm. next one is going to be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I, I knew it was an S sound. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's going to drop in September, followed by Eternals in November. Mm. Oh, really? So, in November? Yep. And then in December, we got Spider-Man, the one I'm really looking forward to. Oh, that's this year as well. We got three more MCU things coming up this year. Christ. And yeah, I think Hawkeye, no, I oh, saw it was 2021, but it doesn't have a release date yet. So right. maybe they're going to push it to 2022. It says here Hawkeye and Miss Marvel are going to drop late 2021. So whenever oh, that's going to be. Oh, Miss Marvel as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah. I mean, oh, obviously, What If is also out. Oh, no, that, sorry, that's going to be out next. That's, that's not, the next thing. Yeah, that's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, August. That is the next thing. What Christ. if? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're just diving into the MCU yeah. again. I mean, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Dude, I've, I've started to get burned out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if we uh, don't watch them? You see what I just did? That uh, uh, said what if? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's consider not having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bye, 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 bye.